0: Mother. Welcome, to the party, pal. welcome to yippee-ki-yay mother podcast well we have kind of an interesting one here let me just introduce myself i'm ralph Quartucci. and oh usually i'm fourth in line i can come in right now i'm john Quartucci. we had a bit of a cancellation tonight we were supposed Last to do minute. this is final tap which we're going to do next yeah. week yeah. but uh since we had the equipment all up and I had all my four cameras aligned and set up. We thought John and I are doing a little test run for a podcast that we have an idea to try called in the queue or queue it up or, you know, queue it up with the Q brothers, queue it up with the Q brothers. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to let, yeah, wait, I want to make this clear. This is my idea. Yes. This was not Ralph's idea. So Ralph so, was all set not to do anything, but you know, I mentally get so psyched up for these things that I was raring to go because, first of all, I love the movie Spinal Tap, so I'm giving you a, a spoiler alert for next week, and I was dying to talk about it. And then when we got the text messages that it was canceled, I was kind of bummed out. And Ralph and I talked about it, and we said, okay, we'll do it next week. And then I called them back and said, hey, Ralph, what the hell? We got, why don't we just do a, a podcast, and let's talk about how this whole thing got started and a little background because I don't think uh, you know – I've only been on it for the last four months, but prior to that, when you guys really did it, as a podcast, as right. opposed to a YouTube thing. Right. Uh, I don't know if you get into backgrounds on each other. I know there's a little bit of the bios, but you guys don't really talk about it, right? There's bios on the website. Nobody yeah. goes to our website, so nobody sees those. Okay, um, so I thought it'd be interesting to get a little background information. Uh, since, since you are the brains of the operation. Turns out I'm the brains, yep. you're the one, one who came up with the going. idea. So right. here's my question. So I came on this very late, right? But, COVID, uh, you came COVID. COVID, that's When we, that's right. when we switched to Zoom. Zoom. Because Zoom only- made it easier to do. So how yeah. long have you been doing this? Well, I think about four years. Oh, oh I didn't even realize it was Yeah, I on. think, really? well, I'm trying to think. Maybe three, four years. We started um, Sean, who was the other guy who started with me. We're yep. both working at National Geographic at the time as editors. I had always wanted to do a podcast about something. I don't know, the business, movies, whatever. And I had never met anybody that I wanted to try it with. Then I meet Sean who's a character, didn't know anything about him, didn't even know he was an editor till I met him. Never met him. You know, we've been in the same business for 30 years. He's actually up in Baltimore. I'm in D.C., 40 minutes away. But he's he, a writer. He's a writer. He right? writes books, and he actually writes screenplays, mostly from his books. He's also worked at ad agencies. He's got a pretty rich history. Did, did he write before he edited? Was he a writer first and so. an editor? I think so. Oh, so. interesting. Um, editing is kind of like plumbing. It's something that we can... Diving know. Everybody needs a good plumber. Everybody needs a good editor. Uh, so we always fall back on that. Wow, I never made that. So I had no idea who he was. I started talking to him at work, and he just cracked me up. The guy just made me laugh, and we had great conversations about movies from the 70s. And I said, I think we should do a podcast about movies from the 70s. Let's get on there and talk about the movies we love to, to, to watch from the 70s. So we started planning that. And then I, you know, I'm working over Geographic, so I'm working with all these young people, millennials and Gen Xers and Oregon trailers, whatever. I don't even know what all the delineations are. And I said to him, why don't we do a thing called multi, multi generational podcast where each one of us brings a movie, one movie that we talk about that all the other three have to watch. And at that time was four dudes. It was me, Sean, Hassan, and Al. A.K.A. Al. We're not going to say what his the real cult, name is. The cult guy, Al. Now he's doing the yeah. cult corner. Cult because corner, right. That's right. And I, I was, couldn't think of a name, couldn't think of a name. I love this movie. Here, let me cut to my camera too. Favorite oh, yeah. movie. Uh, I got a poster back there. You can't really see it. And I wanted to call it, You're Going to Need a Bigger Boat. And then the millennial, Hassan, comes and says, You know what? I think we should call it, You're Going to Need a Bigger Podcast. I'm like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. Check it out. Make sure nobody else has that thing. So the millennial who likes to smoke a little weed, so he's not quite always there, tells me you got it. So I, I, did, I made posters. I set up a website. I do all this stuff. And then what happened?
1: Somebody what happened when name. I put it up?
0: Somebody had the name and what did you, yeah. get, you get? Who whacked? told me somebody had a name? Me. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I looked it up. And I don't smoke weed. So when I looked I, it up, I was of sound mind. And I said, "Ralph, someone's already got this name." I didn't look it up. I <laughs> I assumed that he had looked it up and we were all good. So I had all these posters. So I remember Al running into my room and I said to Al, "This name's already been taken." I actually contacted the guy who hadn't he hadn't done anything in a long time. I'm like, and I emailed him saying, "Look, you got he goes, "Yeah, we're going to get back to eventually." So I couldn't take his name. Oh, I didn't know you contacted Oh, him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cuz I really love that name. And then I just, at a spur of the moment, I said, Well, my second favorite movie of all time is Die Hard. And I just immediately came up with Yippie Kai Mother. I thought of that and I said, Let's just call it Yippie Kai Mother Podcast. It's a long name. I know it. It doesn't roll off the tongue. I get it. I never expected anybody to watch it anyway. And that's where we came all up right, with it. So, so just so, I, so the audience understands original and by the way uh every week i tell you to subscribe hit the notification button hit like but ralph's intention when he started it was he didn't care if anybody watched it this was he for us wanted, it was really he wanted us. to record a conversation about movies we'll get into that recording yeah, okay. stuff but yes <laughs> it was just us want to talk about movies i like that there right? was the thought that maybe because i was they telling might catch on everybody at geo that we were doing this, yeah. everybody gets really excited until yeah. they listen to it. And then they, they just, well, it's too long. It goes on for a while. Yeah, so, yeah. so now we have the, the four main people. Um, and it was literally in this basement right here. And there used to be a pool table back here. Yeah. And we I've literally set up, it was a podcast, audio only podcast, right. but you that, did record it. I, cause I'm yeah. crazy. And as right. you can see, I get four cameras here. Right. I you wanted to record post it. it. You didn't post the videos, right? 90% of them, no. A few okay. of them, we did. So we spent a couple of years, just every couple of weeks we would meet and we would do a movie. It turned out to be really fun because those guys, the, the, the millennial and, and Al, who I guess is Oregon Trail, I guess that's some, he's slightly not a millennial. He's right in between the boomers. i, I never and heard where. the term Oregon Trail. It has to do with before. an old Mac game that was on the original Mac oh. computers, Macintosh okay. or something. All right. People out there would know what it is. I have no idea. Um, they were bringing movies that I would like, Al would bring Hellraiser and these, you know, and they're not really, really crazy, but stuff that I would never watch. And right. certainly the things we were, they had never seen French Connection. They had never seen Taking the Pelham One Two Three. I don't think they even saw Jaws. I mean, it kind of blows your mind when you think about it. So they would have to watch these movies. And it was a lot of fun doing that. We saw movies. I saw movies I would never, ever watch. And I could appreciate the movies, never watch them again, but I kind of like what was going on until, so this was rolling along smoothly, smoothly, smoothly. And then I had this brilliant idea to bring our significant others on for a special broadcast called Ladies' Choice. And the way that worked is me, Sean, and Al brought our significant others on, and we let them each bring a movie that we would then talk about. We were going to break it into three one-hour podcasts. And to be honest, that one broke me because my significant other, the only way she could get on the podcast or get into it was to drink copious amounts of wine. And it basically turned into a therapy session that everybody loved but me. And it broke me. And she and was this funny. Was this this was, there wasn't a one hour. It wasn't a one hour. And you guys. No, I have, we broke it up, but I have oh, a three did. hour version of it. Okay. Uh, because it's priceless stuff. It is priceless. But, but her stuff was, was, was the highlight of it? For everybody but me. <laughs> uh, and she, it broke me. It broke me. So I quit for about six months. I just couldn't. I, because it was editing that one that I knew I was never going to be able to wrap my head around it. I've since put the whole video together and I really appreciate it more now than I ever did. So, um, it, it and, and I was doing all the editing I was doing, I'm paying for the website. I'm paying, we're making zero money. So it's a, it's well, we're going to get on Patreon and we're going to get that taken care of. We're in the red all the time, which is so. fine because it's just for me anyway. Um, but we and, still want you to subscribe, hit the notification button, hit the like button. And then a funny thing happened. So I, I slowly got back into it. We, oh, I I, I I skipped a step. So Sean kept bringing guests on. We had um, an actor who did some, some work in Baltimore. We had a director of uh, Baltimore director who worked with Barry Levinson. He's done a lot of homicide on the street. He does, you know, he did uh, that thing you do with us because he was also in a band. That was a one hit wonder in the sixties. Oh, so really? that was fun. But he kept bringing this woman named Wojo on who became our fifth wheel. And, then we added a six wheel because Wojo would always be driven by Brad who right. we then just said, let's wire him up and let him talk. And he's now become an official member of the podcast. So Wojo joined probably about a year and a half into it to another us a, writer, another writer yeah. who does celebrity interviews. Right. Um, she was a female perspective. So we were getting a lot of crap for things like slap shot and she would always be our barometer when Sean and I are going off the rails about, Sean likes innuendo. I happen to like lesbians. It's a, it's a weird mix that Wojo just, it's always drives Wojo crazy. And on top of it, she would bring us celebrities. So she brought us, eventually, now we'll get to that, but brought us Lou Diamond Phillips and right. some other things. Long story short, this has going on too long. COVID changed everything. Obviously, we couldn't get together anymore. But it also made it a lot easier to do this because now we can be anywhere we want to be. We can use right. Zoom to record it, and it just it got me in the groove again because I don't have to do a lot of post-production on these. It was a little bit, but not too much. And it just fired us up again, and now we've added a couple new people, and my brother and we, John and You've really, you really turned it into a, uh, more of a visual medium too. Well, we uh, yes, because I because like that. Yeah, because you and issues. I both like that. Yeah, Sean, yeah, is, Sean is completely audio only. And there's nothing wrong with that. When you listen nope. to, When you listen to them – they're actually they're actually pretty good. But I mean, you got everyone on screen. It's like, you know, and John I like and I to, do like to look at look at ourselves. I mean, part of it is I'm just looking at myself. I don't even know what John's wearing. Right I'm looking now, right. So. At, I'm looking right at the camera because no, the camera is you. I can't do camera's that. the camera's the audience. So, John, so you joined during COVID. Give us a little of your background because, you know, Sean and I work together. At we're, we're, what's your story? Well, so, so, first of all, I've always loved movies from, from when I was a little kid, always. And I used, to, I loved the classics even when I was a kid. Uh, we don't talk, we don't get to do a lot of the classics. Um, uh, but I'll talk more about that later. But my background, so I've done theater since I was age oh, uh, wait. You know the rule, right? Oh, that's right. If I bring up my acting. Any, any yeah. acting, if anybody famous you've worked with, we have to ring it. Uh, name drop. You have anyone? Uh, Edward one, Herman. I was an extra on an Edward Herman oh. film. Yeah, famously he played strange. FDR. No, That's he didn't play about. FDR. He played Alger Hiss. Oh, in your thing, I'm saying I know After, him from FDR. Oh yeah, yeah, After, yeah. Uh, Herman Munster he played the, in the remake. Oh. Um so so uh, so I've been I've been acting my whole life, and then about 25 years ago, actually 30 years ago, I started a consulting company. So and I was traveling all the time, so I couldn't do any more acting, but I got to make these commercial training videos. Which, and which since, I edited um, most of them. Which you edited most of them. <laughs> uh, so whenever we shot these things, uh, actually, you shot them, you right. directed them, and you edited them. I wrote them and was usually in them. Right. So, um, so that's my background. So so I think that's part of why I love movies. I love great acting and I, I just love movies in general because I think there's such escapism.
1: So yeah, you're you an encyclope-
0: you're you're an encyclopedia of movies. My, Your knowledge is, Well Yeah, my I'm, knowledge is my knowledge is fan based. I mean I'm not uh, a super I'm not a freak about it, but it's not the level that you're you're into. Well, I, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. You know, certain movies I've seen over and over again that I love, and again, you guys know from all the podcasts we've done. Uh, my 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 uh, how I measure a movie is if it comes on TV, will I just sit there and watch it? No matter how many times it comes on, like right. the movie I wanted to do is Dodgeball. That's a silly movie, right? But whenever it comes on, I watch it. If you can throw a wrench, you can throw a ball. Yeah, so no, I, like I that. understand that. A lot of guys do that. If it comes on cable, you're going to keep watching it. There's no and there's a certain or you're waiting for that scene that if you get to that scene, you're going to stay on for the rest of it. Anyway. Right, uh, that's true. Very good. Yeah. So so when you asked me to come on this. For Miracle Mile, which I had never seen, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go because I don't know anybody other than you, and uh, I really enjoyed it, and I like the banter back and forth. And well, every- I think I think it's your shyness that uh, shines through. It's well, you don't have a problem joining in, I don't think. No, I don't think I that was going to be the problem. No, look, it's actually is, just the opposite. This is, you know, I've always looked at this as your thing. Really? And I never wanted really? to do anything because I am your younger brother, even though my hair is much grayer than yours. And, uh, and, and, I and didn't, you have more of it. I, well, as long as it's, as long, I don't care what color it is, as long as I have it. Right. So uh, I didn't want to, and I also, the other participants, I didn't want to do anything to, uh, what's the word? Overshadow is not the right word, but I didn't want to take anything away from anybody. So in the beginning, I was I, I wasn't quite as uh, outward as I probably would normally be. And as we got more, as I got more and more comfortable with everybody, and I think they got more comfortable, more comfortable with me. I, I I I think it's gotten the banter's gotten better. I think yeah. everybody seems to be enjoying the the visuals now. Well, uh, what we what we started, okay? Sean is a big personality. Yes, there's definitely definitely, and this is why I love him because. He's got a big personality and he knows a ton. He's like you. He's an encyclopedia of films. The guy, which is what I appreciated. Yeah. Alan Hassan brought a whole nother thing. So we, it became a, we, we don't want to say this, but it was like we had characters. We were kind of, yeah. you fall into a certain rhythm. Yes. And what's happened with you is you're saying you slowly got in. You're now deep in this thing. Everybody's jokes are firing at each other. Uh, I think you're the one that came up with a quote or somebody you know with on the website about it's not a podcast, it's a reality yeah. show. Yeah, Because yeah. we do slide off into certain uh, tangents that happen. Well, There's all you, these podcasts that go on and people just talk. I mean, you know. Your life now, story comes up in a lot of these podcasts, Ralph. Let's be honest. You bring up my life story in a lot of these podcasts. Your life I story don't do it. would be a movie, but people would say, I don't believe this just not true it's not that big a deal it's never well, no it kind of is but that's for another pod another podcast we'll I talk about that later like up with <laughs> it has, it has to do with mar- multiple marriages and other things but yeah that's that's one aspect of it <laughs> and i definitely want to ask okay but that. this is a movie podcast so that's right so we don't want to get that. into that that's that's um, uh cue it up with the q brothers yeah so you you <laughs> so you joined and you you it didn't take you long to, to no. get in great no Maybe because you, i because frankly two. everyone made me feel welcome and and Made right. me feel like uh, I brought something to it, which I thought, you know, that helped a lot. Yeah. Well, so. and, and then we added Drew, Drew Gould. Drew, yeah. Who actually is another, it's, he's another good find from Sean. Yeah. Sean is a lot cerebral. Of, he is salute, but yes. And I thought, which brings another dynamic. I, I thought he was a therapist. It's so funny, just the way he talked and what he said. I always thought, but he's not. Doesn't even matter. And he's turned out to be a real nice addition, too. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's not an eat like Al who was a mainstay in this thing, who right. I personally thought was very funny and had great taste in movies, although way outside of what I would pick, but interesting. He just couldn't, It's it was too much for him, especially when you get, when you add the Zoom, so when you're, at, when you're sitting around a pool table yeah. and it's audio only, you know when you can yeah, yeah, talk yeah, yeah, or not talk. It's this talking over thing that becomes an issue because it turns out we all like to talk about this stuff and all of us are trying to get our, we only have a, we know it's a long podcast but we have a certain amount of time Well, we, we also really know they only live, listen for 11 minutes. That's right. We have about a 9-minute window yeah. for people. Once we to get past that who cares? It's just for us at that point. It doesn't even matter what we say. What about Hassan? He gets he got a new job and got super busy. Oh. And he was always a little different. He would actually watch the movies on the way to the podcast <laughs> on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what they do millennials i mean or him i'm not i don't want to i don't want to put a broad swath on all of them but specifically him he would watch them on the way over but he also had a good perspective too it, it was fun getting those movies from those guys well the thing i found interesting about him he hadn't seen most of the movies that we chose well he's is, from he, he grew up in egypt right so, right. so and was kind years. of cool that someone's seeing a movie that that we love yeah. for the first time and getting their reaction from yeah it. so that that's kind of cool i like that yeah And the bigger surprise we had, which blew me away, is we did Young Frankenstein, remember? And I thought that was going to be – nobody was going to have anything to say. And turns out, one, Drew, Drew had some – he didn't like it, which blew my mind. That's like when we do Spinal Tap, it's going to be a boring podcast because everybody loves that movie. I don't understand. Come on. Everyone loved Raiders. Everyone loved – well, there's only three of us on Superman. Everyone loved that. Yeah. It's yeah, better than kept, doing a uh, Spitfire grill that nobody likes. Listen, my favorite you sit is through that. Listen, I, and I always, we bring this up. It's our running joke. Maybe it's, we joke about it too much, but the counselor, which is a, which is a, <laughs> not a good Ridley Scott movie, but a movie <laughs> I love has gotten more abuse. And we did a, a audio only podcast that they tore me up in that one. So it was me against four or five of them trying to explain why I love that movie. And then, You know, and, and Wojo and Sean come from a writing background. So that's, that's an interesting way to look at things. (laughs) Yeah. And like I said, Wojo, so we did UHF, which I love
1: with Weird uh, Al Al
0: Yankovic. So Wojo had interviewed Weird Al. So we had her perspective on him. We did Young Frankenstein. She did an interview with Mel Brooks, not for our podcast, but just in general. And then she snags Lou Diamond Phillips, who stayed on with us for an hour. Right, a podcast that nobody watches. Nobody watches. There's How no cool reason for that? him to do this. But that was, what was cool. his. What was his big? Uh, what didn't he want to do? No, he didn't want to talk about La Bamba. Yeah. <laughs> and it was and the like, 30th anniversary of La Bamba like two Blue, days later. Lou, please don't take this the wrong way, but, but we want to talk about La Bamba. But but We want to talk about his. He was great, and he stayed on for a long yeah. time, which, he which, didn't which didn't have says to something that. about the banter that we have with each other. That he was willing to do that, which and that was really cool. And that, by the way, that was the most watched one we've done. Yeah.
1: I think that has
0: everything to do with Lou. Yeah, absolutely. So so, Uh, here's my next question. Uh, Because I'm a big classic film guy, right? right? And every time I bring up classic films, everybody's like, oh, we're not. Not everybody. I'm a little. You know what I mean? There's grumbling always. So my question is, up until now, it's called uh, it's called Yippee Ki Yay, Yavin and Die Hard. It right. was originally called uh, you know we're going to need a bigger boat. In right. fact, your rating system used to be uh, the yellow yellow barrels that nobody got. Yellow barrels, but right. Okay, so but every, people who will love Jaws got it. That's all. So that how come? To me. How come you you are hesitant? And 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 from what I understand, it's really you, right? Yeah. You, you're hesitant to do those movies. Why? Because everybody's done them. What else can I add to that? Another fanboy who loves Jaws. Another fanboy, Die Hard. Both. Like perfect movies in my estimation. What, what can I add to that? Now, here's how I, I want to go at it. And I've said this. I'd rather do Jaws 2. <laughs> I'd rather do Die Hard knockoffs. Like let's talk about the movies that were inspired by Die Hard. Including, under Siege. You're under Siege. You got them all. Any, any person in a building. Right. Trapped in a building with terrorists. You could, I just watched one executive uh, action Oh, with, with Kurt uh, Russell, Kurt Russell on the airplane when uh, Steven Seagal gets killed in the, the first 20 first minutes. 10 minutes. <laughs> um, uh, that's how I want to go at it. Because what can I add? Seriously, what can we add to die hard? What can we add to Jaws that hasn't already been done? Well, what perspective that, that are we presupposes give it? everyone's seen it in the group. True. Right. Which true. isn't necessarily. Now, that's now, true. It's probably more so now than it was when Al and Hassan were on it every week. Yeah, if they were still uh, on it, I think it would be a better shot at that. I just think the people we have on it, and who wants to listen to those? Well, that you, have know, been you done? say that, but you look at Young Frankenstein. That's, a, that's a, lot, a favorite, though. Everybody. A lot, well, okay, it's a favorite. You don't think Jaws is a favorite? Uh, there's something like about it. You know, I knew Young Frankenstein would get attracted a little bit more. And as a matter of fact, we had more people on there that weren't even part of the podcast because they just when I told them I was doing it, they're like, I want to be on that one. What if we could get someone who lived on the island at the time they were filling jaws, filming? We had jaws. some cousins that did that. Huh? Yeah, and yeah. they were they watched some of the filming. They saw the shark and all that stuff. That might be an interesting take. The off. guy that um, we had on the Young Frankenstein, Michael, he does a podcast with the guy who was. Oh, uh, Kitred. The the he the was bus- in that scene. He wasn't the kid that got killed. No, but but, but he was in the scene. His teacher he was, her, was. He was. She was his mother for real. No, teacher. She was a teacher. I thought she was his mother. I think she was his teacher. Oh. I thought the mother too, but I think. So anyway, if that's peripherally how I could get at it, that's what I would like to do. If I could get the guy who wrote Jaws Log. Yeah. uh, The guy who wrote the movie, Carl Gottlieb, who likes to talk about it. Oh, yeah. If Sean knew him and I could get that guy on in a heartbeat. If Spielberg suddenly says I want to go on (laughs) because Lou Donovan did it. None of them are doing anything right now, so maybe right. they, they might. It. You know, I just think. Or, I, I, or my fave, my favorite, because everyone says I look like him, is Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, you it, do look a little. Right, like him. I've been. I went into a store the other day, and the guy he he looks up and he looks at me and he goes, "I go Richard Dreyfus." He goes, "Yeah, how'd you know that?" I go, "I get that all the That's time because I get that all the time. I get uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.'" And I go, "Please." embarrassing you know which guy i'm trying to pit oh oh brad what are you brad. kidding me when i take my shirt off i now, thought bruce dern <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where i thought you were going with that one so no so die hard yes would i love to talk about die hard yes all day long i just don't think it'd be interesting you just think everybody does it what about I think, like i always tell you what about citizen kane which is one of my favorite movies of all time that's one of those that I just can't. I just don't. You want to can't do. watch it. You don't like it. I've seen or it. Just, I've it's seen just it to death. People have talked about it. That's to right. Death. It's like and it's it's held up as the be all and end all of every movie ever made, and I just don't see it, and I don't care. But would I do it if you brought it? Of course I would. I would. I okay, would have. So, so you're more the... of a fanboy than an actual film connoisseur. Yes. Okay. I Fair mean, enough. do I do I get do I like the. Uh, Minutia about how to make a film? Yes, of course. I'm an editor. So well, I'm that, looking at that, stuff. That's why Citizen Kane is such a great listen, I know all that. I had oh, listen, maybe it's because I, I had to get we had to talk about that in class in, in college. Oh you did? Oh my god. The big the, the way yeah, the, the crane shot he did, yeah, the yeah. giant threw the thing, yeah, I, yeah. all that stuff in the table and all you know, he's a genius, blah, blah, well. blah. 24 yeah. years old, I mean, come on. I know, no, I'm not, I, again, I'm not poo-pooing him. How I about just, a silent movie? Like, uh, like you have a Buster Keaton poster. Have you ever seen The General? I probably have seen it, but it's black and white, right? Yeah, it's black and white. <laughs> I don't white. care. No. Yeah, we could do it. Listen, we could do it. I, <laughs> I don't mind black and white films, by the way. That's kind of like Because John Frankenstein is black and white. And you know, I was pissed when I saw it. I remember going, geez I'm getting chipped here!" And then it turns out, who well, cares? I heard Steven Soderbergh did a color version. <laughs> he did, <the> bastard. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the one I showed you? That no. Raiders? I, I actually read a review on it, and they said it was phenomenal. Yeah, because he shot Spielberg uh, shot like he's shooting black and white. I can't do it that way. It's, yeah, I know. It's too much to me. So, so, so what's yeah. a what's a guilty pleasure movie that maybe isn't a great movie, but? Uh, it's one that that you, you, you really like. That's that's not mainstream. Or I have mainstream. to say, the, the counselor. That's it. That's it.
1: But that's Carmen a movie Diaz. Carmen caught.
0: Diaz. Carmen Diaz bangs a car. Okay, isn't that like we well, have sex a with an automobile? <laughs> she, she has sex with an automobile. Plus, it's got two of my man crushes in there. Who? Michael Fassbender? No, three. I'm sorry, three. Fassbender. Yeah, Brad Pitt and Javier Javier Bardem. I just think in this Javier, movie. Oh my god! Oh my god! In this movie, You've got a council, man crush on him. Oh, he's That's so great. Con, no, uh, no country for old men. Yeah, but in, he's just—I just like like Fast I can watch do anything fast since uh, since Inglourious. But I didn't see Shame yet. So what? <sighs> Nothing. You just... It's just—it's what is I, it? Kevin Costner. I listed my side of you. You got a lot of man crushes, yeah, right? But it's not. It's not. It's, it's not what. It's just appreciating the guy. Oh, because you appreciate their acting style. Yeah, I I, really come to appreciate They happen to be strikingly handsome men, too. Well, Brad Pitt is better now as he's older, as an actor. And I couldn't take my eyes off him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But DiCaprio is better than Brad Pitt in that movie. No way. Disagree. Disagree. Oh, now son. I know he had the he had the scene where he's crying with no, no, the wasn't girl. Even that. All that it wasn't even that, or the scene in Brad the uh, Pitt where he's is one note in, 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 in the in the RV where he's DiCaprio. Yeah, but did you see Brad Pitt's arms when he was driving that car? You see his Please. arms when he was doing oh, that. Oh my god! Ugh. This is why. That's my acting background. All right, what's your guilt? Oh, wait a minute, acting, actor. Yeah. Where's my camera? Fanboy. Actor. actor. You're a fanboy. Um, what's well, your guilty I, pleasure? I have not seen it in a long time. Uh, we talk about it all the time, Porky's, because <laughs> I, I can't even remember that. movie. Because there's a scene in it uh, where, where do you remember the scene in the shower? I well, was it the hole is there a hole yeah, in the shower? Or but something? not that. It's the story in the principal's office when they're describing what happened. No, I don't remember that movie. Oh my god! I couldn't tell and you then he's up with Lassie in the gym when he, she smelled sweat socks. Kim Cattrall. It's the funniest scene. Kim Cattrall's ever. in Porky's. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was one. That. She was Lassie. Uh, you remember my godfather calling me Lassie my whole life? I never yeah. knew where that came oh. from. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. But the uh, other one that I love, and I already mentioned it, is Dodgeball. I just love that movie. Whenever it comes listen, on, I, I yeah, love it. Yeah, Dodgeball's funny. Uh, uh, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah. Uh, Zoolander. He's great in Zoolander. Uh, Tropical Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Tug Speedman. Tug Speedman. With the pepper. Um, Yeah. Picker. That's McConaughey before. I think that might have been in the middle of reconnaissance right there. That Tropic Thunder happened right in the middle of all that, I think. Yeah. It was just at the start of it. Yeah. One of the guilty pleasure. I have to think about that one. There are movies, so I'm an editor. I edit television programs. I edit movies and stuff. A lot of people use music to edit with, right? I use movies as a metronome. But, so you, you watch movies while you listen, watching. I listen to movies that I will listen to. So there's movies I've watched over and over. Okay. Zodiac, Michael Clayton. Oh, I love that. Movie. Um, uh, the big short, uh, too big to fail. These are movies that, that I don't have to watch. And I, but I know every di- I know every bit of dialogue that's coming up. I can and feel the, the rhythm. Edit? It gives me a metronome. It helps me, really? you know, I can figure out how long I've been editing based on the movie where i'm at now if i have to obviously if i'm doing a music video i need to listen to the music but music i can't have it playing while i'm editing but a movie i just put it in the background and it just it soothes me and it keeps me it keeps me uh keeps me in line it's pretty interesting and like i said i don't have to listen to it you don't have to i I don't have to to watch it i listen to it um because i know so, so let me let me back up uh classic movies give me a classic Pre 1950. Is that what you mean by classic pre 1950s? Well, no, well, I hope you actually pick a classic movie, but a movie pre 1950 that... uh, the the killers, uh, Stanley Kubrick, the killers or killers. That, that's not is the that killing the killing. That's not pre 1950, is it? That's 60. So. You mean like 19? Yeah. I got to go back to the 40s. Forget it. Give me some names. I have no idea. Well, uh, is there any old movie stars that uh, you like, There, like Jimmy Stewart, Clark Gable? None of those guys. No. I really? think they overacted. They, didn't, they weren't well, natural. You're right. Jimmy Stewart. I like Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart's a lot like Kevin Costner. Yeah. Oh, uh, Henry Fonda. Ah. Uh, so what's a, what's a Henry Fonda? It doesn't have to be pre-1950, but what's a... Uh, Failsafe.
1: Oh, and, great uh, movie.
0: And Once Upon a Time in the West. Oh, Sergio right? Leone. Where he plays the villain. Yeah, you know the story about that that he had contacts made? Yes. To keep his and eyes Sur- black cuz his Sur- eyes were Sur- too blue. Cool. Went absolutely crazy. He goes, "I want that camera, that first shot. I want them to see those piercing blue eyes and say, "Henry Fonda just right. did that?" Yeah. He was great uh, in that. Movie. Uh Warren Oates. Oh, love Warren Oates. See, that's that's uh that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, he's, a li- he's a little uh not obscure, that's not right the word. That's no, like the- um He's not mainstream. I mean, he's not a... Well, he was great in <laughs> Blue Thunder with... Oh, Roy Scheider. Blue Thunder. Roy Scheider. How do you measure guy. yours? With a dipstick? Gene Hackman. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, there's a whole list of guys. That yeah, but people- you're, you're, you're talking... Again, you're talking late 60s. No, 67. i 50s. I don't really... Like, to me, they all overacted. It just doesn't feel... Those movies all feel like when we did the thing, your version of the thing, it just feels phony. It feels like a play. Hey, we got to put a play on. Everybody's well, got to be up and... And you're right. I mean, that's how... And Soccer Proxy was that as a movie. That's, that's, that's how that. those movies were made. But right. I'm just surprised um, there are no classic films. Like Casablanca? Do I like it? Yes. Yeah. African Queen, I've seen that. Humphrey Bogart, cool as shit. Uh, Maltese Mutant Falcon? Me? Didn't see it. Uh, Maltese Falcon you liked? Yeah. So that's So, great. yeah, that's I mean, I guess, you know, there's certain things. But for the most part, I just find those to be boring. Now, you hit the 70s, that's right in my... <laughs> right. Like and those somebody now would look at those and go, those are boring. When I showed my kids The Exorcist, they thought it was the funniest thing they ever saw. Yeah, I thought it was the scariest movie I've ever seen. I'm watching it one night, a clock at midnight on the wall. No, that was. But like uh, you go back, I just watched today, Capricorn One, 1977. Is that the fake moon landing? The fake Mars landing? Conspiracy? O.J. Simpson? They finally got him. They were trying to get him in that movie. They finally got him. Uh that's 1977, Elliot Gould, Smack Dab and Conspiracy, government conspiracy stuff, that's the stuff. Taking of the Pelham One Two Three. 1 2 3. Those uh, uh, realistic films, like acting, like Kevin Costner is a very naturalistic actor. I kind of yeah. like that. Those old guys, they had, you know, they were coming off plays and, you know, you had to project. Sure. I don't know. It just doesn't... not all of them, but that's I know. true. Yeah. Well, who's a good uh a naturalistic actor that's classic from from that time frame? Yeah. Well, again, you already mentioned uh, Henry Fonda, right? Uh, definitely Jimmy Stewart. Um, I mean, there were Frederick only Marks. only guys. Any women that you would? Yeah, Betty Davis was yeah. probably the greatest actress ever. I actually I part. fell in love with her doing that oh, uh, series on Showtime. The two Bettys. Or oh yeah, Betty versus. Uh, it was uh, Betty Davis and it um, was Joan Crawford. There were T-shirts. David. It was Joan versus. Yeah, I but, just but, found. Yeah, Betty Davis, I thought was awesome. She's probably the best actress out of them all because the roles she played were so different. Yeah. And she played the ingenue. She yeah. played the leading ladies in the beginning of her career, but she was a much better actress than that. Actually, Joan Crawford had some good movies too. But there was some. It's just to your point. It's a completely different style of acting. It's not. It's not the realism that happened in the late '60s and '70s. That's where that really started. Well, listen. The one thing that came out of the. Uh the podcast that broke me, the ladies choices, Jenna, my, who was my significant other at the time picked a 1932 film called the blue angel. Yeah. With Marlena Dietrich. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know it. black and white. Yeah. Directed by an ex German silent film director. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved Marlena Dietrich. I loved what was going on in the film. I loved the way it looked and I never would have seen that movie. In a million years, and that one you can get for free on right. on the internet. It's all. Right. It's, and I ended up going out and buying the laser disc. I liked it so much. Oh, it was out on laser disc. <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, god. So, and that's one I never would have watched. But Cagney, all those, those were all stuff everybody expected you, know, especially if you're a film. You know, I, I wasn't a film major, but I was in television production, so we were watching. That's where the the Citizen Kane thing came from. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm more into the naturalistic yeah. '70s. Uh, you know, French connection, all that stuff. But it's not, it's not, it's such a different, it's such a different Hollywood. It's so different the way films are made pre really pre 1960, I would say. And then after 1960. So it's just completely different. But, but I also think you're into the process of acting. Yeah, I am. So when you see those guys do what they're doing, you're coming at it from a different, you're coming at it from inside out. You're like, Oh, this is what he would have had to do to get into like James Cagney. Well, yeah, I mean, Yankee yeah. Doodle Dandy is like, right? Uh, that's a movie I just absolutely love because he's so so good in that. Right. Uh, and you're right. I wish I could do half that. When I'm watching that, I go, "Oh, I wish I could do that. Right. I wish I could do the stuff that he's doing." Right. Who uh, do you Who do you wish you could? If there was an actor that you wanted to be right now, doesn't have to be contemporary, but you know, '80s, '90s, whatever. Who well, it's funny because I uh, <laughs> when I was doing a play, oh. ding, Wait a minute. Um, who? We, anybody famous? Yeah. I. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> Doesn't no, matter. I, I was doing dinner theater actually locally, and I got interviewed for a newspaper article, and they asked me who my favorite actor was, and I said Gene Wilder. <laughs> but not what's funny is it got transposed, and she put Gene Hackman. <laughs> Now, if you know, I always did comedies, musical comedies. I mean, yeah. I did 90% comedies. So for me, Gene Wilder was it. Because Silver Streak... Uh, he had a Will great one. About the Frank At the time. And I was kind of manic like that when I was on stage. Yeah. Uh, so I could have played... In the producers, I could have played his part like nothing. Um, so so for me, it was him. But like... like I mean, I look at a guy like... Uh, and I would... I would never, ever put myself in this category. But if I wanted to be like someone contemporary, like what De Niro did, I'm not talking about now, really 70s and 80s, what he was able to do. Uh, like like he's this guy, and I never really did this. Uh, he became these people. Right. Do you know what I mean? You could tell that, that he was buying into everything. That was always impressive to me because he was—he so, did it physically, yeah. you know. He did it with his voice. He did it with ticks and stuff. Right. That was always really impressive to me. But I, I was always uh, like Tom Hanks. Yeah, I love Tom. And, and Tom, I think Tom Hanks is a very good actor. I don't put him in the De Niro category. Uh, uh, I no, but but category. Yeah, but you that's, know, not to, to. that's not to, thats not to—that's not taking anything away from Tom Hanks. No, you know what I mean. Listen, Tom uh, Hanks. I fell in love with in Bosom Buddies. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. He, you know, so
1: yeah. If anybody so, knows what
0: that is, you have to be my age to know what that is. But. Yeah, with Peter Scalari. Right. And Donna Dixon. Married Donna to Donna Dixon. Dixon. Right. That's right. Married to uh, Dan, a- Dan Ackroyd. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, lucky man. Lucky yeah. Man. So, 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 I, so I don't so know. Stupid, any more guilty pleasures that I have movie-wise? Like something like stupid, a stupid oh, movie that you really There's like. a lot of stupid movies I love. I just well, can't, what, I can't. What's one that you would recommend to people? that they probably wouldn't think to watch. I have to think about that one. I have to see a list. That's the thing. I can't just pop it out of my head. Well. Oh, you know, I look at my Dumb and Dumber's Not Bad. Yeah, the first. Just as, a, just as a, the first one. I'm yeah. looking at posters that I have. Well, um, the, yeah, I would say, if you're going to say that, I would say Ace Ventura, too. Such a oh, Ace is the best. But it was yeah. like, oh Okay, that's, that's above Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, Ace Ventura was... just kills me. What a stupid movie that was! Uh, so stupid, but oh, he's so funny. Talk about overacting! Oh, him and all of them in that, and yeah, uh, yeah no, Sean, he's, Sean he's Young. Yeah, no, that's that's it. That's my that's my guilty pleasure. Yeah, there you but go. That's, that's the A's. You started in the A, so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now what's there, your? Um, see, we do this all the time. I, that's, what's your favorite movie? I can't stand that. I hate that question. So you got to go by genre. I know that's what I keep saying. But, but I would say my favorite movie of all time of all time is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, That's my favorite movie. Uh, but if you go by genre, which we're going to do a podcast soon where we talk about that. I mean, I love Citizen Kane. I just, I watch that movie over and over again. Because What's that for, genre? Uh, well, I, I mean, bio, I would bio, biopic. No, no, it's not uh, I mean, it's a drama uh, that, genius director. I would call that the classic category. I put yeah. Casablanca in there. Yeah. You know, that uh, wizard of Oz. I put yeah. that, in that category. Yeah. Um, but for me, I look at him at, you know, I think about myself at 24 and what my mindset was. And I'm looking at this guy who, who for the first time in really in the history of movies, he had complete control over the entire movie. They just didn't do that back then. Yeah. And it was the only time in his career that he had that. Right. And to me, that, that's half of the reason why. Well, like, you got to ask yourself, why didn't he ever get it again? Then? Because of Hurst. Because oh. he ended up. Yeah, pissing them off. Oh my God! Yeah, I mean mm. the newspapers wouldn't advertise for him and the studios didn't want the headaches anymore because that That's movie amazing. was a big headache. So from my standpoint, I'm like, the the whole way that got made. You ever seen uh, RKO 128 with uh, Lee Schreiber? I know, you know I plays? know, I know of it. It's I don't think great, I've seen it. and it really yeah. tells the background of how that movie got made. Well, maybe I'll watch that. That's really interesting. That's RKO 128. If you watch uh, RKO-128, that, uh, that was the number of the picture back okay. then. Yeah. Um, but if you watch that and then watch Citizen Kane, it might make you think of it a little bit differently. of what no, they I've, had. S- I've seen Citizen Kane. I, I know, the, but when I, you see that, I a that movie. DVD up there of Citizen Kane I know, that I've watched I, and listened to. Got, I've got, you can't see him, but I've got like five books back there on the making of Citizen yeah. Kane. And I've I listened to the patrons say. Of, he fascinates me, yeah. Orson Welles. Roger Ebert does a whole track on the thing I have. I know. I, I, pontificating uh, about uh, Citizen Kane. Uh, by the way, uh, Spinal Tap, did yeah. you watch the director, com, uh, the uh, comedy? No, tr- you said that. Uh, oh, my know. God. It's, it's not a, on my laser disc that I have. You, you've got four days. Oh, you don't have it? No, this oh, is what man. I got. It's, it's, it's got almost a black game. album, but they just put it on. Oh, <laughs> That's nice, man. That's that looks brand new. It is. It's that's a criterion, but it doesn't have the uh the track. Oh that that uh commentary by the three of them, it's only the three of them. And they're in character the entire time. Yeah. That's what makes it so funny. Robert Downey Jr. did that for Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah, he played uh yeah, he, stayed, he said I'm gonna stay in character till this DVD Why? commentary of the is movies, over. I don't break character to the D V D commentary. <laughs> and he did it. He couldn't Which do that really today. No. He couldn't play that part today. Well, there's two things. He, he The R words in there and the uh, and he was blackface. But it's funny. I mean, it's funny. He's funny. Well, I, listen, like we always talk about, it's a movie of its time. Right. And it shouldn't take away from it. Do it doesn't matter I mean? all the Vietnamese they're killing and all the people. No, 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 it's no. And it's he kills R a word. panda. That's okay. All that's fine. but yeah. Jack. Blackface. I, I love you. <laughs> so, oh, friend, um, friend, talk about the lesbians, but I can't say that. <laughs> I, that's just a thing I have. It's no big deal. Not, <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Any more questions? or um, Are you enjoying being on the podcast? I love it. Uh, it's funny. Uh, my wife laughs because now and then she forgets uh, we have to eat dinner a little early because of the podcast. Got so it. I say, honey, did you remember we got the podcast? She goes, I got to get dinner cooked. But I love it because, frankly, look, let me be really upfront. Right now I'm considered non-essential. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not doing a lot with my brain, right? So when we get to do these podcasts, it's nice to do a little research on the movie, especially if I haven't seen it. Yeah, and then to talk about uh, something that I really love, and I love movies. I right. very rarely don't like a movie because yeah. I just love movies. Yeah, uh, oh, Spitfire Grill was an exception. Yeah, that was bad. Didn't I? I didn't hate it as much as you did, but well, uh, I mean, yeah, whatever. We, it I mean, was tough. Some of the earlier tough. ones we did, there was some. We haven't had a lot of disagreements on a lot of these. We've been picking well, movies I, like Miracle Mile is, nobody had seen so that was interesting to get those reactions. Yeah, who picked that? I, I did. You did. When yeah. what made you pick that? Did you, did you see that before? Yeah, I had seen it before. It was I a never big, even heard it was of the it. very start of the the lockdown. So, for some reason I was watching nothing but like, oh, like so, oh that's right dystopia that's right. movies i was just watching dystopia and Wojo wouldn't movie. be on it because of that couldn't do it wouldn't yeah. do it couldn't do it i kind of don't blame her now that looking back i'm like why would i do that it's like why even well and I- that was at the height of this thing when no one knew what the hell was going on we were right at the beginning yeah. but we were locked down yeah and yeah. i had known about miracle mile al loved miracle mile i think was he on that podcast with us because we did uh, smokey yeah, he, was. he was on smoky and the bandit which yeah with the oh there's man. my other guy crush sorry yeah Bert oh, reynolds, Burt reynolds. How could he not be on that list? Um, I have guys. lady crushes, too. We'll just talk about no, that later. You, you only talk about the guy crushes. Because I think it's less creepy. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so name name one actress from any era. So, like, you can pick somebody how they looked in 1960, not how they look now. Mm. One actress that you go, hubba, hubba, hubba. hmm uh, Natalie Portman in the professional no uh, Sally Field <laughs> Sally Field in from Smoking just, in the Bandit on. just to be clear Natalie Portman played a 14 year old <laughs> she was 12 actually 12. So uh, and crazy. she was over sexualized in that film no oh, she uh, was. i i have to well she, if i could go back and pick anybody yeah. from any era yeah uh, i was always no i, I it's again i can't uh, i was always in love for some reason i had this Super love thing for Angelica Houston. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Something about her just drove me crazy. Um, (laughs) Really, it's just weird. I think I think that really makes clear about the man crushes you. (laughs) No, no. Uh, Look back at she's in Spinal Tap. Oh yeah, I know she is. She's in the isn't she in the party scene? She makes the uh, little eighteen inch. uh, She's the one that made. That's not that's Angelica Houston. Yes, yes. Are you sure? Hundred percent. I got to see that. She made the 18-inch stone. Uh, I would go uh, late 60s Raquel Welch. Oh, that's because a good she pull. Was, she was That's a good gorgeous. pull. Gorgeous. That's a good pull. Um, I'm going to look this. But it's got to be Seberg late. Seberg is cute. Gene Seberg from. Uh, oh, yeah. I like Gene Seberg. Uh, what's that movie uh, she did in France? I have a poster on my wall. I can't even remember. I can't remember when I'm on camera. <laughs> uh, Marianne from Gilligan's Island was always a hottie. Don Wells. Don Wells more than uh, ginger. Yeah. For me anyway. Yeah. No, um, I still, I Sally field. I was thought big. you'd say Gilligan. I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> John, Bob fine, Denver was all right, but no, uh, Angelica Houston. I got to see that Angelica. Yeah, Houston. It's Angelica Houston. You're wasting, you're wasting valuable oh, podcast. Huh? At first I thought it was, and then I go, you see Dana Carvey. Yeah. He bet. Uh, angry bird hands or something. What's he the was the mime? mime. Yeah. Billy Crystal says, you got to do the angry bird hands. Mime is money. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm losing all my quotes that we're going to use on the, the spinal tap. Quote. It's Stonehenge. definitely her. I don't know why you're, you're – I'm looking at her name. I don't see her name. It's She's in there. Angelica Houston. You are right. That's right. I don't know if you can see her. She made – I can't. She Wait made there. the no, – it's, it's all blurry. Oh. Sorry. She made the 18-inch Stonehenge yeah. based on the napkin what we do this for <laughs> it doesn't make oh come on don't, don't say it uh, uh, who else I'm trying to think it's a good question like any era I could pick any era that's oh, that's on, see for me it isn't because that's like that uh, when she did the prehistoric movie there. Yeah, 1000 one, 1 million years BC. 1 million BC oh, my how mom. about um, she was in uh, the Bill Cosby one what was that oh one? yeah Mother uh, Jugs and Speed Mother Jugs and Speed <laughs> Yeah. And she was she also the roller, roll, roll, roller girl, roller girl, roller girl. And she, oh. was in a, she was Heather Graham. Oof. Oh, 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 good call. Mm. Contemporary. Yeah. Heather Graham. hundred yeah. percent. she's in old TV enough. to not a weird, one episode. I know. She just uh, did some picture where she was in her, uh roller skates again. Oh, that's a good call right there. Yeah. As you yeah. Said and she's, good that's good. not creepy. Cause she's old enough. And you know, it's not like you're leaning. Yeah, back she's to, about 12. Like, right. Well that, you know, that's that's creepy. Yeah, you need the right, counselor. Right. That's why that's why I threw it right away. I just want to get it out there. But the fact that you even entered your head. That's kind of okay, because I'm just a dude. That's You're I a, am. Dude. I'm a dude. Um uh, how about what do you think about Animal House? I'm throwing just throwing that out there. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's one of those that I you know, it's not a rewatchable one for me. It's I appreciate not? it. No. I appreciate it because it was the year I went to college. The year before I went to college I saw that film. And I thought that's what college was going to be, and of course we did all the Toga parties and all yeah. that stuff. And this is going to be great. Everybody is Ooh. Great. Ooh, Everybody was saying that. Yeah, um, but it's not one. It's you know, it's funny. Caddyshack is also a great film that I just don't rewatch a lot. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, I, watch I mean, home. I love it. I'm not saying I don't well, love so, it. Well, you're not really. Involved, I think if Caddyshack came fan. on, if I were flipping through and I saw it, I would stop. That's one I would stop. Probably Animal House too. But you know, I have tons of laser discs, right? Yeah, and it's almost it's like, or, or you go on Netflix, you know, you even do the thing on Netflix yeah. where you just, you're mindlessly scrolling. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. just you, the, the information overload. You just can't make a decision. Yeah. And then every once in a while I did, what did I watch the other night? Like today it was Capricorn one that I just, it was on Hulu and I just want to watch it. It's great. And then the other night I watched, um, Oh, star chamber. You know, I get these laser discs at thrift stores that, that are Michael Douglas. Yeah. That's a good um, movie. I like that movie. And, but yeah, for the most part, Animal House meant a lot to me, but it's not one I go back to a lot. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like Caddyshack and Animal House, I won't. I have the DVDs. Yeah. I don't watch them that way. If they come on TV, I watch right. them. Right. But I don't. But I told you, I I'm obsessively that. now converting all my DVDs to and MP4s. I have a bunch of them. I have a bunch of them. And, I've, and, and now I've run out. So I go out to thrift stores and I go get more. But that's to watch on the computer, right? It's, it's so much. I'm watching more movies that way. Yeah, so I just like I'm um, laying on my bed and I'll just put it, it on. But, but I, I also watch them on the big screen. But I don't care about that. But I, I also do. grab all the I mean, I prefer the big screen. Oh, I just saw um, Bill and Ted at that yeah, driving in Baltimore. Them. You liked it? Oh, my God. The movie's great. It's very nostalgic. It's not, you know, it's they're movies. They're, they're all the same. You know, I wouldn't call any of those movies great, but they're fun to watch. And this one hits all the right buttons. Anyway, the screen was huge. And you see these birds fly Wait, in front bigger of bigger than screen. a normal drive-in screen. Yes, the screen is huge. I'd show you pictures, but they don't let you take any pictures. It's it's you know not that you know accidentally I might have been snap and something I got something, but it's huge. So you see these birds fly across, and they look like flies. That's how big the screen is. Oh, really? Yeah. And 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 the projection that they're using, whatever they're using, is just insanely bright. Because you know, screen uh, drive-ins are popping up everywhere. Yeah, like. I don't want to call them portable, but like at RFK Stadium here in the parking lot, which is right next to an armory, they put a drive-in theater. You mean because of the projectors then? They throw up a screen put a projector, but this is a legit 65-year-old drive-in movie theater. Yeah, Literally with the poles that had the speaker holders. Oh, really? Yeah. No, obviously everything's coming through the radio now, but they still have the poles with the old Well, I think you're going to see more popping up because I think movie theaters are going to – I think it's going to be a while till people feel comfortable. I would have no problem going in, but I think a lot of people are going to feel uncomfortable. Well, you got to spread it out a little bit. I well, mean, they're going to do that anyway. The biggest problem was the snack bar. You had to be six feet away. It took forever yeah. to get to get a popcorn. It took forty-five, fifty minutes. You missed half but the you, movie. Uh, that yeah, that's no yeah. Sense. So, but you know, but but it was the, the experience was great. It was a perfect night, and it was the screen. Oh, nice. you went with the kids? Screen. No, I went. Uh, I had I had to bring somebody. I had to have a minimum of two, so I picked somebody up along the way, and like Larry David did for his baseball game. I just I when just he grabbed, wanted to get in the HOV lane, right. I just <laughs> grabbed somebody. Said, "Hey, i already paid for these tickets. Why don't you come in?" No, I went with a friend of mine. We had a nice, nice time, and nice did time. he have a good time? Uh, they had a very long. We, we I use they now. We don't. Oh, uh, that's the know. pronoun. That's right. They had a great time so so there um any let's see we got to wrap this up all right we'll keep this under an hour which would be good we might get a lot of hits so i'm glad you joined the podcast well, I, I know you get frustrated for- at times because you like to jump in and you see that i make mistakes a lot ralph um, i think i think you're but it, you're don't doing, see this is i don't like the new john you're I doing the, work, and I don't the old work i miss the old john i don't think um, you get enough credit for what you do I give myself enough credit. We're you sponsors. You see my sponsorship together. back here? Get the Townsville Town Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got to get the sponsor of the show. A friend of mine brought me two, two frozen pies home the other day from Stoughton. Who, what friend? Tim Miller. Oh, my God. Yeah, he called no. me. He goes, I'm putting my uh, father-in-law in the Blue Hills nursing home. I think I'm close to the spa. You want me to pick up some pizza? Yeah, pick me up two uh, Hamburg pies. Oh too, yeah. They pick up six of them. They're gone already. I oh. ate them. I ate them within the first two days. So I'm going to talk to them about a sponsorship on our podcast. You should. You should. I'm, you I'm the slapping right them there. all over the place. Uh, like was it? You have any suggestions for the podcast? I got a bunch of them, but uh, you know, <laughs> I I don't want you rolling your eyes. Uh, I, I have a very active listening face. Like I want to do. I want to do singing in the rain. No, no, I don't mean. I don't mean movies. I know you oh. want to do that. You bring whatever I send oh, any suggestions oh, you suggestions for the mean, podcast. Yeah, I would like to do. Uh, I think. I, <laughs> I think it was a. I think the idea behind the quiz was excellent. I think the the, the, the failed the failed trivia quiz failed miserably. Yes, I think, uh, and I wouldn't even do it on the movie that we're watching. I would do general movie trivia. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I just did that for Young Frankenstein. I think it would be. I, 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 I don't want to literally... turn this into that. See, part of it is, and, and since I've started this podcast, you know, Bill Simmons has his rewatchables yeah. podcast. Yeah. It's the same idea. And as a matter of fact, we were using Roger Ebert before he started going to him. Roger Ebert's the patron saint of, for some reason, he's become the patron saint of critics, even though he's changed his mind a ton. Yeah. Um, so he's doing, but he's, he's Bill Simmons, <laughs> right? It's hard to even compete. And and they do. Hey, what's your favorite scene? Here's the top five scenes. What do you think? Uh, here's our. Ca-. I just I kind of like what I m- missed from the pool table was just the free flow conversation. Well, no, I, yeah, I think that's fine. But I think we should break it up. Like I think we should do we should do one episode of movie trivia, one episode just of movie trivia. Then we okay. should do one episode, not like you know every other one. I mean, like once a month, do something different from the regular podcast. Just to break it up. No, I like what we did with the um, the pick your scene. Yeah. We yeah like we scene. talked about doing uh, favorite movies from specific genres. genres. I think that's I a like. good idea. Yeah. But I would love people. to do, I think we should do, let's yeah. see how much people actually know about movies. Not nothing incredibly hard, but. I mean, not, again. Not Frankenstein and, trivia. But, oh, you mean trivia, trivia wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, trivia. That I'm going to hand off to somebody else. I am not yeah. going to do that. I would definitely take charge of that. Yeah. Because one of your questions was fill in the blank blank frankenstein and i just thought nobody got most, it. most most nobody they thought i was tricking them they were trying to think of what he, like, he's a genius a trick? what's that question all I'm about no i picked up. the worst internet i picked it for dummies well i think it was the internet for three-year-olds i yeah, think so i think i picked that one yeah one of them was yeah anyway it doesn't matter and, and i missed and, the best one which is the walk this way i had no idea aerosmith wrote that song for that yeah not a clue yeah.
1: and, and I, didn't even, cut, I didn't even ask wanted that to one. cut out
0: of the movie too did you know that Mel Brooks wanted it out of the movie. He didn't think it was funny. Ugh. and they showed it in the preview, and it got the biggest laugh yeah. of the entire night. He goes, "That's in. That's amazing." So yeah, and now everyone does it. No, no, this way, this way. All right, so this was a good test. So if yeah. we do the queue, what are we going to call it? In the queue? No. Queue brothers. Queue it up. Queue it up. brothers. Queue it up with the queue. Q now, would we talk about movies or other things? I think. I think. Uh, I think we can talk about anything we want. It, it can be current events, something happening in sports. I, I think we should stay away from politics. Yeah, I agree. Because we're on opposite agree. ends of the spectrum, so why ah, get in? Completely into that? on the opposite end yeah. of that. And spectrum. you know what? The truth is, Ralph. Don't, Tony, uh, What? No, no. Oh. there's so much of I'm, that now that I. I'm I need trying to get to away from it. From it. Yeah. And I'm the yeah. same way. It's just, it's nonstop. And this is a nice break from that. No, so I totally agree. I'd like I totally to talk agree. about movies, TV, yeah. books, whatever. I agree. Like this conversation was pretty free flown, right? Yeah. We had nothing prepared for it. So I kind of like that. That's kind of, yeah. I find that kind of interesting. Now it doesn't mean anybody out there is going to find this interesting, but uh, I think a little background about what we're doing is good. So, yeah. and again, anyways. I do this for me. Right, exactly. If I, I wanted to this, make money doing this, I'm sure there's 8 million ways I could be doing it. I don't know. I'm sure. But can you give us, out of the million, can you give us a couple of ways that we can make money from this? Let's see. I think, uh, no, I have no idea. That's the thing. I, I can't. I, I can't no, I don't think listen, like listen, that. If, we, if, if somebody wants to, if one of you guys can figure out a way to monetize this thing, boom, let me know. I, I'm I'd just a creative genius how about people behind it. Listen, I'm we're a creative not, we're, genius we're, behind we're, we're this. Old thing. People, we're old people. Whatever that means. So we're not the ones that understand the social media thing. Not as well. a clue. And, you know, nobody's going to – like, I will listen to a three-hour podcast, movie podcast, about guys, the way they categorize their DVDs. Do they have the spines in or out? Do they, are they genre-based? Is it alphabetical? I could listen to that all day long, and I do. Um, but nobody wants to listen to us. What? Wow. You could listen to that for three hours. Is huh? this one I uh, junk? These guys. Let's see. Hang on one sec. Film junk. It's called film junk. Okay. There are three guys and all they do is talk about movies. Um, about how, they, how well, they, and they go it, off and right right off right 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 shoots right. and they go, okay, now they talk about, now let's talk about how we categorize that. Now they buy the steel case stuff. They're into the, Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So they have very specific, you know, reasons they do things. Anyway, that's me. Not everybody can do that, and I completely understand. Well, we'll come up with stuff, you know, like uh, what's your favorite film uh, made from a book? Something different, I still, you know, John, here's the thing. I still go back to what I find interesting is to bring a movie to people that have not seen that film. Like the book, that that gets into regular podcast territory. It was very, and maybe because we're all almost the same, within the same age range, it's not working as well, and that's hard. Yeah, And Al's little uh, uh, cult corner is good, but there's no, that's not movies I ever want to well, see anyway. Good, I mean, good is relative term. But yeah, yeah, I know that. I know you believe yeah. that. But I, yeah. I enjoy the cult corner. Yeah. Um, well, now, think- again, those movies I'll never watch probably. It's growing on me, I have to tell you. Good. It, it is growing this on is gonna me. It's going to be here a while. Um, Super exciting. So, yeah, I kind of miss I miss having people on that haven't seen these films. And yeah. I don't want to get into that normal hey. Well, see that's, that's what happens from... when you do classic films, most people haven't seen them. I know. But that's that's good. Like I said, the blue angel, I fell in love with. I would never wow. sound of music. When when uh Sean's when Debbie brought that, Sean's wife, I was like, Oh my god. And I loved it when I sat through it again. Yeah. Yeah. So it all works. All right. That's the other just one more thing before I go. Yeah. When you look at our podcast now and you see the windows filled with couples. Yeah. That's new to the Zoom thing. Uh, that's not something that I – Yeah. and and frankly, now it's part of it, and I think it's a riot. I, I love the fact that those guys sit together. and try to get doing my wife the movie, They flip sides. i try to get and, my wife on it. Rose won't do it. Well, I, I will X-wise not do it. She won't come on at all? No. She no. came on and said hi. I was shocked right. she even did that. Right. I said, Rose, we'll let you pick a film. Come on. Well, if we ever do another lady's choice – because I, I actually, right. as much as it broke me – when I look back now, fondly looking back with the rose-colored eyes, it turned out to be pretty good. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. And therapy. Like, there's one point where Jenna said something, and Sean says, I thought that was a metaphor, but no, she's actually telling us what's going on in this relationship. Bro, bro, done. done. Anyway. Well, Jenna's got no filter, so I understand. Yeah, and a couple bottles of wine later, there and what are you going to do? a couple go. bottles so, of wine. Right. So, anyway. All right, well, there All you right. go. Um, where's Mike? There's – uh. Camera 2, Jaws. So, yes, favorite film about a man-eating shark eating people on Amity Island. And one of the best ensemb- ensemble-acted movies ever. Well, that, that, that's, again, you talk about just lightning in a bottle, and they thought there was going to be a huge failure. So that's why that's why it's hard to talk about that film because everybody's talked about it so much. We just talked about it. I know because it's great it, what can it I just say rolled off your tongue too rolled off my tongue yeah. all right well that's this is a good round fee good test fun. for the for the Q yeah, in the I like and, it uh, so I'll see you next week for Tuesday. Spinal Tap, Spinal Tap. this is Spinal Tap yeah and uh, that's Bell it and we'll glove. see you next time all, all right, right, right bud good care. all right John bye. have a good week stay safe okay bye